This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. And we start off today with big news. Trevor Milton is stepping down as executive chairman of Nikola Motors and as a member of its board. He's being replaced with Steve Gursky, who is currently a board member at Nikola and the former vice chairman of General Motors. Milton's resignation comes less than two weeks after Hindenburg Research accused Nikola of misleading investors about the capabilities of its fuel cell trucks. That led to the SEC and Department of Justice opening an investigation into the allegations. Milton, who voluntarily stepped down, said in a statement that he's leaving Nikola because he doesn't want to be a distraction and wants the focus to remain on the company. Nikola's stock fell nearly 30% in pre-market trading after the announcement. Automakers see a big chance to make lots of money with mobility services. That's why earlier this year, Kia outlined a plan to offer a wide range of mobility services across the globe. And one of those services just launched. It's called Kia Mobility and allows customers to rent vehicles from dealers for a single day or up to a year. Users reserve a vehicle of their choice pay via a mobile app, and then pick up and drop off the vehicle at the dealer. It's first being launched at select dealers in Italy and Russia, and then next year Kia will expand it to other European markets, as well as Africa, Asia, Latin America, and the Middle East. Automated driving technology not only can help prevent accidents for passenger vehicles, but commercial trucks as well. But one issue with partially automated systems is making sure the driver can take over control of the vehicle when necessary. That's why Bosch, Volkswagen, MAN Bus and Truck, along with University Partners, launched a project to study SAE Level 2 and 3 autonomous capabilities in trucks and the best way to keep drivers engaged when switching between manual and automated driving. The researchers developed a virtual companion that keeps the driver alert, counteracts fatigue, and makes the trip as pleasant as possible. And to make sure the driver isn't tired or distracted, cameras and sensors monitor them, which issues audio or visual warnings if the driver isn't paying attention. While this project looked at commercial trucks, the companies say the technology can also be applied to passenger cars. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. In order to keep up with the competition, it's important for automakers to get new products out into the market as soon as they can. And to help speed up the development process, BMW is using augmented reality technology in concept and prototype engineering. By wearing AR goggles, engineers can overlay virtual parts on a real vehicle body to see if it can be installed without problems. They can manipulate the augmented parts with their hands to modify the size, position, and angle of the components. BMW says the technology can save up to a year on validation. A bright chrome grille has always been the distinguishing feature of any Denali-branded vehicle from GMC, 
And you'd be hard-pressed to miss the one on the all-new Yukon Denali. Hey, that's the wrong picture. There, that's better. It's kind of hard in these pictures to convey just how big and bright the grill is, but in person, it practically slaps you in the face. And while it might be gaudy to some, GMC seems to have the recipe for what Denali customers like locked down. Denali's account for something like a third of all of GMC's sales. And the all-new Yukon Denali shouldn't detract from that success. It's the latest vehicle to roll through the Autoline garage that we had the pleasure of driving. And we do mean pleasure. Despite riding on massive 22-inch wheels and tires, the Yukon Denali soaks up the road like a luxury sedan. Thanks to the new fully independent rear suspension and the magnetic and air ride dampers. This is easily the best riding Yukon GMC has ever made. It might also be the quietest. You do get a hollow sounding tinning kind of noise from those big wheels. And anyone that's ever driven a vehicle with large wheels and low profile tires knows the sound I'm talking about. But overall, it's so quiet and rides so nice that the Yukon Denali is one of those vehicles that you feel like you're going slower than you really are. And the interior is nicely laid out with quality materials and a large center screen. GM's pickup trucks need to adopt the same look ASAP. As nice as the interior is, GMC designers added some utilitarian aspects as well. I think this is best highlighted by the blocky design of the instrument gauge cluster, shifter buttons, and HVAC controls. Again, this goes back to GMC having the right recipe for Denali buyers. However, for me, when I look at the $86,400 price tag of our test vehicle, I wish the interior looked more like a luxury sedan. But I guess that's what the Escalade is for. Coronavirus is changing the way we travel. And could there someday be a whole fleet of single-occupant self-driving taxis running around town? That's the idea of design graduate Marius Lochner, who won the Ford New Norm Mobility Award for their Move One concept. Designed for people with limited mobility in mind, the Move One concept features a minimalist interior with flat surfaces and easy-to-clean materials. And with only one person on board, there's no need to worry about social distancing. Lochner received 1,000 pounds for the winning design and a semester of mentoring from two of Ford of Europe's chief designers. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. I've got a question for you that people usually have a strong opinion about. Here's a short video I shot the other day that will explain it all. Hey, Sean McElroy here. I bet some of you still remember things from driver's training. To this day, I still look at the outside marker on a lane if some Yahoo and oncoming traffic has their brights on. Or how about pretending your steering wheel is a clock and holding your hands at 10 and 2? It's said to be the ideal place to put your hands, or at least somewhere right around there. Yet you look at other people on the road and their hands are all over the place. 10 and 2, 8 and 4, 12 o'clock. Look, Ma, no hands. Hey, that's not even possible. But I will admit it, I used to be one of those people that put one hand right at the top of the steering wheel because I thought it looked cool. 
That is until I learned about degloving. Yeah, I'll never do it again. Don't Google image search that if you got a weak stomach. I'm now strictly a 10 and two person because I feel like I have the best reaction time with my hands there and of course the whole safety aspect of it. But I will admit on long trips, if my arms start to get tired, I'll move them around. I might go seven or seven and two, 10 and four. But what are you? Are you strictly a 10 and two person? You move your hands all around like me a little bit. Uh, you know, I thought about ending this with a bad joke or pun or something like that, but I'll spare you that. I'll just say, let us know what you think in the comments section. Oh, and one more thing before we go. I wanted to remind you to join us this Wednesday for a special live one-hour deep dive into Tesla's battery day. We're bringing in two of the foremost experts in EVs to help us understand Tesla's latest technology. Bob Gallion and Sandy Monroe will be on the show sharing their knowledge. And if you have any questions, send an email to viewermail at autoline.tv or send a tweet to at Autoline. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching.